0: Good morning, good morning, sunshine. Welcome to another day of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. There are 225 million hits on Google for the term authentic self. Here is the Google definition. Your authentic self is who you really are deep down. The part of you that doesn't care what others think. Authenticity happens when your words are Actions and behaviors consistently match your core identity. (laughs) Which, if you're like me, you're like, what the hell is a core identity? And in looking it up, it's basically the story that we've created about our place in life. We develop an internal voice about who we are, and we have standards of how we should behave and act based on those experiences and the people in our lives who modeled core values. But the problem arises when our behaviors aren't matching that sense of alignment, right? We get really frustrated when we can't live up to our internal quote unquote rules and values. And this is often what triggers more and more destructive behaviors because we know better and we see ourselves doing worse. So we continue the cycle and feel like we can't get out of it. Another problem arises when we think about core programming and how naturally shitty most of ours is. For me specifically, my life programming was of chaos and abuse. Those who modeled strong values were inconsistent, whether in my life or with their values. And it was really hard for me to curate an idea of what healthy relationships looked like and quote unquote good behavior felt like. So I spent a lot of years at the very beginning of finding my quote-unquote true self just unlearning a lot of the shit I had taken on from those around me. It also helps to remember that your quote-unquote authentic self is you right now. The current you, too. It's the summation of your life programming from everyone you've interacted with in your entire life, everything you've ever seen in an ad or in the marketing world, everything you've ever seen in a store, every societal norm you've ever been taught, every religious guilt you've ever felt, anything. In other words, you are the product of who everyone else has taught you to be. And through that collection of messages, they become internalized and actually morph into our inner voice, telling us how we should be, which creates a very noisy mind and one that's often filled with self-judgment. This is why at the beginning of the podcast, I spent so much time talking about the importance of reframing our thoughts and making friends with our inner dialogue, because when there is a mismatch of our unconscious brain to our conscious brain, it's nearly impossible to feel confident enough to get out of that cycle, but it could be really toxic. The problem comes in when we think about the fact that we as humans have very emotional brains. And they're so complex, just on their own. But then you add the factor of dealing with other people in our lives that have similarly emotional brains, but different factors creating their inner dialogue, which basically just creates an infinite number of possibilities. Each of us are programmed by every moment in our lives, which means absolutely not one of us are exactly the same. And us as humans, we like to give meaning to things, which is beautiful. We can hear the same sentence or see the same item and get totally different ideas from it, different sensations, different feelings, and neither of us will be wrong. And this is just the most basic way of thinking too. Like if we include philosophical thinking, we can go down a whole nother road (laughs) of possibilities because you know, your girl loves a metaphor. Basically, we are completely at the mercy of our environment and our experiences and our life as to what is input into our brains. And that wouldn't be such a problem if we as individuals were able to absorb this stuff and filter it. But unfortunately, these perceptions very quickly become our genuine filters of reality. And then over our lifetime, it becomes reinforced. And it's really difficult to even recognize what's ours, like we adopted on our own, what's real, what's actually a societally based value, or what has been imprinted on us. So when you think about who am I, don't stress so much because you, like the rest of us, are a version of ourselves that the world told us we should be. Since we were little babies, we've been giving feedback and creating programmed behavioral responses and patterns that are the foundation of our being. And most of these do result from the basic need to survive. So if you find yourself becoming aware of what you're reacting to, what's making you anxious and angry, what gives you attitude, what gets you fired up and makes you feel empathetic and compassionate and excited and joyful, all that reflection is really important. But it's also important to take the load off of yourself, of any shame or guilt, if those don't feel like the you you want to be because they are learned which means they can be unlearned and relearned think about it we all know that compassion sounds like a great idea but when i'm pissed off sometimes my compassion is the first thing to leave my body and instead of compassion i get angry because i am perceiving this whole experience as a threat to my identity, to whatever I'm mad about, whatever. And it doesn't feel like who I am, but I have to claim my angry response as who I am. So to me, finding my authentic self is far less about seeing who I am underneath what society has taught me to be, but instead who I'd like to be, despite all of the things I have learned from society. To me, the authentic self is the one you choose. And even though we're going to fuck up in our sense of alignment to that authentic self every once in a while, it doesn't mean that we can't unfuck up and relearn it every time there's an opportunity to do so. Either way, I love you. I love your authentic self, who you are today, who you are right now in this moment, and I hope you never forget it. Talk to you tomorrow while you make your damn bed. Bye, cutie.